Why, hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Sully Baseball Daily, the podcast we talk about baseball 365 days a year. Unless it's a leap year, then we're going to do another one. I've been doing this every single day since October 24th, 2012. Uh, this will be the one posted on the 11th day of October, but I wanted to cover the Giants and the Cubs game on the 10th, and it's still going on as I'm sitting here with my parents in Palo Alto, California, the home of my parents. <laughs> my father's face is in his hands. My mother is leaning against a counter. And I'm their son, crazy son's doing a podcast. This has been a classic Leo Tolstoy-esque game. The narrative of this game will be so clear once it's over. But is this the Cubs finally moving forward? Is this the Giants reasserting themselves? We had the Gillespie hit. The ch- we had the Arietta homer. We have every pitch that goes against the Giants. My father says, oh, blue. And somehow we're now in the 10th inning. It's 5-5. Hunter Pence is at the plate. And he's like a helicopter. Every swing he does looks like a helicopter blade. And his hair, this Harpo Marx's hair, and his beard, he's the lead singer of the Spin Doctors. And he's up here, and he grounded out. I don't know what's going to happen this game. This is so far, and there's been some great games. There's not been great series so far. Because most of them sweeps are pretty lopsided. But there have been some wonderful games. Extra inning games, the Mets-Giants game was great, a bunch of one-run games. But you have Gillespie up right now. I would argue the greatest giant since Willie Mays. <laughs> Connor Gillespie hit the triple that, the triple that woke the billy goat up and looked like it was going to be the turning point of the series until Chris Bryant ricocheted a ball off the top of the car, and somehow an arietta Bumgarner matchup is 5-5 in the 10th. And no one, you know exactly what happened. So I don't know who the hero of this is. I am just, you know, all those people who are bringing up what I not want to see, the reason I don't want to see the Cubs, I don't want to see... Chapman be celebrated. Well, if you can guarantee me this could happen, where he gets knocked around, maybe I'll be a little more uh, a little more lenient on the issue. I think it was a little bit of a panic move, not a Joe panic move, but a panic move by Joe Madden to bring in his to bring in Chapman for a six-out save. But you know, I'll take it. I'll certainly take it. I could have done without Romo letting up a walk with an 0-2 count. All right, I'll come back when I have a better idea what's happening. This is, this is just interesting because this is a super tense game, and you're listening to me watch it. We're heading to the 11th inning. My father's face is currently in his arm. So um, we are now in the 11th inning. I've been up since 4 o'clock in the morning. And it is soon to be 11 o'clock. When the game was uh, looked like the Cubs were cruising to a victory, I was going to give a couple of parting thoughts and then go to bed.
And then the Giants turned the narrative around, and I was going to give some excited thoughts, and then go to bed. Well, here's Will Smith. I would rather it be the actor Will Smith than this Will Smith. And he's up pitching in the 11th inning. And uh, this would be one of those moments when my wife would ask me, how long is this game going to go on? And I would say, I don't know. So give me an idea. I said, I have nothing to gauge that by. Could be over in 10 minutes, or we could be here for the long haul. But Joe Panic made a nice catch, and I'm going to go pause the podcast. Wow, Will Smith just struck out Chris Bryant. Now, if Sergio Romo had done that, I'd be in bed right now. And tomorrow's podcast would be, be, oh, let's talk about the history of the 1924 Washington Senators and Walter Johnson and blah, 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 blah. Instead, I'm pacing back and forth like a lunatic. My team was eliminated earlier today, four to three. But uh, the Giants, man, they are um, resilient. They are resilient. This guy is the, the other guy standing up holding the Heineken. Yeah. He's a brother of, he's got to be a brother of Dave. Uh, Dave. No, that was um, Neil Patrick Harris. He's a very famous actor. No, he's got to be a. Uh, well, he's not. That, that is Neil Patrick Dave, Harris. Dave, Dave. Letterman? Letterman's illegitimate. Well, do you know what? We've now started a new rumor that Neil Patrick Harris is Dave Letterman's illegitimate son. And do you know what? I've heard crazier theories. We've got to that point where my father is determining that star of stage, television, and screen, Neil Patrick Harris, is the illegitimate son of David Letterman. Do you know what? Could make sense. I never thought of that before. Could make sense. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pause as they're having one of those terrible ads where they put the, the caption saying, these are real people, not actors, insinuating that actors are not people. <laughs> Let's hit pause. Yep, so we're back. All right, I'm going to turn the volume on. I even forget who's, who's I don't even know who's announcing. Who's up? Panic. Joe Panic is up. Montgomery is pitching. He's thrown 26 pitches. It's, uh, I think this is the former British general during World War II. And we'll see. Will this be the Joe Panic game? I don't know. The, who, we, you all know who the game is. So I'm, you, when you, if you're listening and say, like, oh, yeah, he didn't know. This is the when Joe Panic did this. I don't know. It's 2-0 and on Panic. That was a strike. He was, it was a good take. He was just trying to get on base. Panic's got his uniform dirty. That means, for a lot of people, that's what they look for. You want a player gets a uniform dirty. <laughs> they could have tripped. They could just have poor hygiene. They could have fallen on their face. Base hit for Panic. Now all that has to happen is he has to get to second base then to third, and then to home, without the Giants getting three outs. I just figured that out. Blanco. Is this the Blanco? It's at 11 o'clock. It's now 11 bells. Infield is in. 
I don't know what the outfield is doing. And my dad keeps checking his watch, <laughs> informing me that it's 11 o'clock. Okay, the, I'm not a huge fan of bunting from first to second uh, because it still takes a hit. But, all right, if you've got to get an out, I just... It, it, it just statistically it shows it actually decreases your chance to score. But, all right, all right. We'll see what happens here. Who's up now? Wait, who the hell is up? Brown. Oh, get back, get back, get back. So, Brown? Is this the backup catcher? Yep. Is this going to be the Brown game? <laughs> I forgot, what's Brown's first name again? Mister? Mr. Brown. <laughs> now batting, Mr. Brown. Did it hit him? No, it didn't. It ricocheted. It was, he, he, they, were almost, they were really lucky. Panic almost got, no, actually, no, he didn't. He was back by about 50 yards, and he was eating a sandwich. Brown, down the right field line, gone. But it foul ball, okay. Brown, what the hell is Brown's name? All right, I, everyone's mad at it. I'm going to go to baseballreference.com, the single greatest website in the history of the planet Earth. Will Brown become immortal? If so, I don't know his first name. Why, why do I not know Brown's? I watch, how many Giants games do I watch a year? A lot. A lot. So I've seen Brown play. I know at one point, intellectually, I've said his name. What the hell is Brown's name? Trevor. Trevor, yes, of course. Trevor Brown. This is the Trevor Brown game. Trevor Brown will have etch his name into lore. There's a grounder, third, and this is not the Brown game. I looked up Trevor Brown's damn name for nothing. Is that a grounder? Is he going to throw it away? Of course not. We're going to the 12th. So Ty Block is pitching now. He was in preschool earlier this year, very young. And he just struck out Anthony Rizzo. I can't, well. And Rizzo's walking away, even though he looked at a pitch right down the heart of the plate. And I'm, I'm fine with that. This is a great, I mean, Ty Block is their, their great young pitching stud who outpitched Clayton Kershaw uh, one of the last days of the season. Great pitch. Though I guarantee you, if it went against the Giants, my dad would say, Blue! <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, this is the guy who made that great catch in right field that basically saved the game. Not basically, it did. If it bounced, the, the run would have scored. I mean, Belt was so far off first, I think he was in the showers. So, anyway, we'll see what happens. Did he make the catch? Yeah. Wait, no. I think they're saying he I think they're saying he trapped it. I think he I couldn't tell. I thought he trapped it. All right, we'll see. Let's see. Let's see. In the glove. Wow. I thought I I for the naked eye, I thought it bounced in, but I see from that replay he caught it. So let's see the replay, which should take one second. All right, they, they, they got it right. 
They got it right. I would have made. I would have made the same call the ump made because I and I watched it. I thought he trapped it. No, I thought he got it. Oh, well, there you go. I look at even I can be wrong. I've never seen someone more concerned about when people are getting home from the ballpark than my dad, who's worried like God. It's going to be really late when they get home. These forty thousand, but none of them are us. We're block. Tosses it, one, two, three inning. We're going to the bottom of the 12th, and the Giants have their big bats up, and Montgomery is now in his, I think, 48th inning of work. I'm saying it's going on a long time. Okay, Brandon Belt. Is this going to be the Brandon Belt game against Mike Montgomery? Nope. Not unless that game was a weak grounder to first. That is legendary and will be recalled for years and years to come. Grounder, I have a feeling we're heading to the 13th. Call me clairvoyant. He's safe. He's safe. Pence beats it out. Could be the Pence game. Wild pitch, wild pitch, balk. That's what I'm calling it right now. Right now. I'm predicting it right now. Wild pitch, wild pitch, balk. And it'll be a balk because the pitcher will sneeze in mid-motion. If Montgomery stuck his glove out, he just could have tagged him. But I guess it's easy to say that when you're watching it in slow motion. Well, of course it's going to be Connor Gillespie. Connor Gillespie is the hero. Connor Gillespie is always the hero. That's a drive. Foul. Oh, I thought that was going to be fair. And we're going to the 13th. Yeah, well, we're right now in the 13th inning. The Cubs have a runner on first with one out. It would be really nice for the Giants if Contreras hit into a double play. It would be really nice for Giants and their fans that this is not the Contreras game. We don't know whose game this is. It's the blank game. This is already a classic, and we don't know who's, who, who it belongs to. Posey is, I'm guessing, very, very tired. He can't endorse anything tonight. Oh. Blue. 3-0 and on Contreras. I don't like 3-0 and on Contreras. I want Contreras to be out. Let's see. This, well, yeah, that should have been a strike. Yeah. That should have been a strike. All right, here we go. That was a strike. All right, we have two hits now. This makes me very, very nervous. <laughs> makes me very, very nervous. A double play will still get the Giants out of this game, though. Cubs have a pinch hitter. I didn't realize they had enough... There any players other? Oh, it's David Ross. Oh God, it'll be the David Ross game, isn't it? David Ross, former Red Sox, gonna retire after this year. Oh no, that's the narrative, isn't it? This great game could be down to a rookie who's played four games of the majors and a veteran catcher in his final season. This is a strange, strange game. Strike two. This could be two. One. Double play! Yes. 
All right. Tie block. Let's hear it for the rookie. What do they do? Are they going to try to challenge it? They're looking at this. I really, really hope that this doesn't get overturned. Let's see. Throw. He is out. He's out. What's the problem here, folks? Just he was out. This is why we need my 30-second rule. You got 30 seconds to make the call. He's out, like we knew about 45 minutes ago. Bottom of 13th. Well, um, I think I'm losing my dad. Poppy? Yeah. Are you going to bed? Probably. So you're probably going to listen on KNBR. You know, that's the sports leader here in the Bay Area. That's right. All right. Well, it is, it is now 11.43 on Monday. There's still people at the ballpark, a lot of them. And I, the, the game's not over, and we are, uh, the Vallejo Ferry will depart no later than midnight. So if you're in Vallejo, chances are you're going to be listening to this game on the radio. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Here's Brandon Crawford. Montgomery is now still pitching. All right, we're going to sit here, we're going to watch this? Okay, Montgomery's thrown 51 pitches. All right. The, the, they have no more they have no more bench players for the Cubs so if the pitcher spot comes up the pitcher is going to bat that could be extra, hit, extra bases for Crawford he's running the second alright Crawford folks Brandon Crawford folks UCLA UCLA he's on second now here I don't mind bunting here, he's on second. If you bunt him to third, you can win the game with an out. Loving it. Loving it. There's a drive. Deep. This is the Joe Panic game. It's the Joe Panic game. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we witnessed the Joe Panic game. I am so glad my dad did not go to bed. What an amazing game. Wow. Seton Hall. Seton. How do you remember where all these players went to college? Well, this is, wow. What a marathon game and what a wonderful game. This is the Joe Panic game. And... So in, a, in about 25 minutes, the Giants are going to play the Cubs again. And it will be Matt Moore versus John Lackey. Ooh, that's a, that's and that could go, that's, that goes, that could go 14. He hit it out, didn't he? No, he didn't. It hit the wall. It hit the wall, but it didn't matter. It didn't matter. It, yeah, it, Rick, it hit the wall. Once the, there we go. So the Giants... Stay alive. Yeah, see, it just hit. It yeah. It didn't matter. Once it hits the wall, the, the right fielder knew there's, there's nothing. Wow. This is not what I thought was going to happen when the Giants looked dead from the neck up going into the, uh, was it going to the eighth inning? Wow. So we have ourselves a National League Division Series. Everyone's going to bed. Everyone's asleep. I got to do my wrap up. Poppy, your thoughts on the game? 
I can't speak. (laughs) (laughs) It's just unbelievable. All right. Well, it it could be not quite the same as Bobby Thompson. No. Yeah. Okay. But 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 this was as an individual game. This was on the verge of being eliminated. This was a classic. Yeah. This was a classic. Well, folks. They did. They they do die did. And there he is. There he is. There's Joe Panic. Don't panic. Seton Hall. So there you have it. Um, it's late, and I'm going to be posting this <laughs> less than two hours after I posted the previous day's podcast. Um, that was a truly classic game, and how it fits into the narrative of this series, if the Giants go on and win the series and have Matt Moore defeat John Lackey, and have Johnny Cueto outpitch John Lester and they move on, then there's all sorts of curse and billy goats and panicking and bringing in a role Chapman. And for me, a certain amount of glee of Chapman being the one who absolutely wet the bed and turning this into a series. Now, of course, tomorrow the Cubs could come right back and you know, win this series and move on. But at least there was a great classic game that everyone saw. And pretty soon, we'll understand the narrative. For example, you witnessed me watching the game, or at least listened to me watch the game, without knowing the outcome when you knew the outcome. Me not knowing when that great moment's going to happen, when you knew when that great moment was going to happen. And it's one of these... I can think of no better way to illustrate why I like to sometimes watch games that I already know the outcome than tonight. Because I couldn't take my eyes off the television. I didn't know what the great moment was going to be. If this is a game that I've seen over and over, and who knows, I may watch this game over and over again later on. I'll know, yeah, nothing. no scoring takes place here. No scoring takes place here. But like a good suspense movie, you're waiting for it. Is it about to happen? Is it about to happen? And then it happens, and it jumps on you. Joe Panic, Brandon Crawford, Ty Block, the double play, and the weird review for it. It was an absolute classic game. And illustrated once again... Why, I'm sorry, baseball's the best sport of them all. Because they can't just keep passing to Chris Bryant, who had a fantastic game, or Buster Posey, who had a terrific game. At one point, you have to go down the batting order. You have to go down the lineup and let someone else have their chance. This was an amazing game. In the end, it was the Joe Panic game. And you got to experience it with your pal, Sully. So, I have no... I can't even figure out who owned October. I'm exhausted. I'm wiped out. So, why don't you just go to MLBReports.com to see the up-to-date listings of who owns baseball. Go to SullyBaseball.com. Like me on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram. I'm everywhere. The music is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kaliski. Exhausted, wiped out... From the Joe Panic game, this has been the Solid Baseball Daily Podcast for the 11th day 
of October 2016. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sullivan.